0: A lot of fear out there. A lot of confinement. A lot of feeling trapped. And I know a lot of people listening will have experienced this in their life of feeling confined, of feeling trapped, of feeling alone, feeling isolated. And that's very, very real. And I know we get very real very quickly on this podcast here. But we want to speak to the real stuff um, and how the heart can really carry us through this.
1: Drop in. Unwind and recalibrate as we shift your mentality and your reality. Let's elevate alongside one another as we keep the vibes high and we keep the consciousness ever evolving in this collective of high vibrational frequencies. Welcome Welcome to to the the High Vibe Vibe Collective Podcast. Podcast. We're your hosts, Aaron and Stephanie. Welcome back to the High Vibe Collective Podcast. We are here again with Brad Zayak. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to be here, Aaron. Thanks for having me over again. Absolutely. So Brad is a multi-modality pra- intuitive practitioner here in Sedona, well known for his human design,
0: massage, as well as other things. Yeah, it's mysterious, isn't it? Those other things. <laughs> yes. I like to leave that in there so that people know that it's like, we're not limited to the things that we have done and, and uh, yeah, working with people in different ways is just, it's one of the things that brings me the most joy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it brings a lot of joy to the people you work with as well. So when we say other things, I have seen you work in a lot of different areas with people. That would be hard to label, actually. So that's yeah. why it's so vague.
0: Yeah, one of the things I do with High Vibe that's super fun is the energy skills sessions, um, which is highly inspired by my time with Taoist uh, practices. I spent a lot of time with uh, Qigong, Neigong, Taoist meditations, among other things. Um, lineages as well but a lot of time with the Taoist stuff and we get to open people up to just their body as a vessel of uh, of energy and being able to work with that very directly to alchemize emotional states mental states and also improve physical health and vitality um, through the quality of your posture breath and movement mm. as an example of one of the other things out there yeah that's possible Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful <clears throat> Well, for someone
1: so equipped to navigate this world, Brad, <laughs> can, you, can you share with us an introduction on what it means in general to safely live from your heart yeah. in a fear-based society?
0: You know, I'm so glad that we honed in on this topic today because there is a lot of fear out there. And it's kind of silly to pretend that all the world is love and light, though technically it is, right? Technically, factually, it is. We're starting to make this distinction between facts, the things that we can discern with our mind, and the things that we experience with our heart, which is very much a lot of fear out there, a lot of confinement, a lot of feeling trapped. And I know a lot of people listening will have experienced this in their life of feeling confined, of feeling trapped, of feeling alone, feeling isolated. Mm -hmm. And that's very, very real. And I know we're getting very real very quickly on this podcast here but we wanna speak to the real stuff um, and how the heart can really carry us through this. You know, there's you. There's your body as a vessel and a vehicle, and your heart is a part of that system where your heart can, basically your heart acts as a sort of truth detector where you can move through your life and determine through what it feels like in your heart and your body, if something is for you or it's not for you. Your heart is something you can use to detect whether something feels expansive, whether it feels lighter, whether it lifts you up, makes you feel more engaged, uplifted. To, to look at the binary uh, experience of the heart, this is where we can start to use it as um, a tool and our friend in as we navigate a challenging world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This episode is brought to you by Scenic Sedona Tours, the perfect Sedona tour. See Sedona in the comfortable open-air vans with overhead canopies for shade in a fully narrated tour. Experience multiple vortex sites, learn about Sedona's geology and history, and even about the legends that have made Sedona famous. Ranked number one on TripAdvisor, you can also tour the Grand Canyon. All tours depart from the Dragon's Den, Sedona's hip, crystal, metaphysical gift, and clothing store. So the world is a little bit challenging. It's a little bit weird right now. It's a little bit interesting to navigate mm. and it's certainly not very safe. Mm. So a lot of the times we close our hearts intentionally or unintentionally for safety reasons, Yeah, whether we're
0: aware of it or not. Safety is, a, is an interesting word and I'm really glad that you bring this up um, because it's really important to have access to that feeling of safety. You said that the world isn't safe and that's something I could very well challenge you on a little bit where so much of our feelings of safety, so much of our, uh, feelings of safety, of, of our perception of fear or of threats actually has so much to do with our perception and what we choose to look at and how we choose to interpret it. Mm. So for instance, You can be in the middle of a battlefield, you know, bombs going off around you, all this, which the world can feel like that sometimes, right? Whether it's an actual battlefield or whether it's just people arguing or getting very judgmental around you, it can feel very aggressive, but you can be in the middle of that and you have the opportunity, you have the choice to decide to feel safe. Mm -hmm. This is the choice that you have, is to feel safe. Because it doesn't um, it doesn't I was going to say it doesn't matter, but it does it does matter what's going on around you, but you ha- always have a choice of how you respond to it. Mm. So we have the world you know in the, in the in the context of human design, if I use this as a structure to play with for right now, within human design, we make the distinction between the true self and the not self. You have a collection of things that you 're experiencing in a moment, it could be a range of thoughts, feelings, emotions could be things that you're picking up on outside of you senses. And all of those that you experience can be fit into a category of belonging to the true self or the not self, mm. where the true self has to do with your authenticity it has to do with uh, fulfillment in life, it has to do with your heart and that and the not self has to do with fear, and mm. uh, danger and feeling threatened or, um, or that which is just not relevant to you because we live in a sea of information mm. and that's flowing through us all the time, whether it's from our experiences, whether it's from people around us or whether it's from the planets mm. and, and what they're going through and what they're emanating out the at astrology, this kind of thing. Mm. And that information is bringing energy into our field and it's making us feel a certain way. We just had a big shift recently where, Speaking of astrologically, Jupiter went from uh, from Aries to Taurus. And so we're just feeling that now a huge shift in what the information that Jupiter is bringing, bringing to us. As far as moving more into Taurus, it's, it's more about expansive of like uh, pleasure and being and the simplicity of Taurus and sensory pleasures, things like that mm. is now becoming expanded and more available for us. Mm. But if what happens is <clears throat> So in the true, with human design and the true self and the not self, where suffering comes in, which when we talk about fear, that's what we're really talking about. We're talking about suffering. Where suffering comes in with human design is when we have the true self and the not self, and we don't know the difference for our own personal journeys. Mm. Because this is not something that's objective. It's not something that's theoretical. It's something that is personal for you in each and every moment to feel whether something that you're experiencing, whether it's a sensation of fear, a sensation of a lack of safety, whether it's a sensation of overwhelm or of loneliness. Because the true self is you expanded. It's you as your higher self. It's you fearless and engaged in the world as a creative force, as someone who is able to express themselves and bring and has so much love and energy flowing out of their body through their authenticity, that there is no room for fear to get in. When you're emanating large enough, when you're emanating with enough love, with enough compassion, with enough humility and patience, nothing can else can get in because you are the sun, you are a beacon of light. Mm. That is your true self. So things that belong in that category are truth, honesty, compassion, service, uh, you know, love connection, intimacy, the beauty of the true self. This is all that belongs to the true self. The not self is where we get things like fear of the lack of safety, of feeling threatened, of needing to prove yourself, of thinking about things that don't even matter at all. Of being distracted by this or holding on to things that are not good for you. This is the the themes of the not-self and this is what makes you vulnerable when you Direct your attention to fear when you direct your attention to a lack of safety or a threat all of a sudden the energy that is your precious life force is going into that fear and you it makes you vulnerable to take that into your body and start to create Bring it into your creative force so that you're creating a life from this not-self place. Uh, Whether it's needing to prove, you know, uh, looking for love outside of yourself, whatever it is. But when you become conscious of that, you take a breath, which we can now because it's like, it's quite stifling, right? The (laughs) not-self, you can feel it, right? Mm. Let's, you and I, we can just take a breath because this is real time, this is real life, Mm. you know? For us to <sighs> decompress, kind of go back to that space, and you can join us in this as well, mm. to go back to that space where we're not hooked in to all that. We mm. don't need to feed that with our attention. Mm. Yes, it's real. We're not, we're not sticking our head in the sand, but just, just right here, right now, just to come back to ourself as an exercise, just right here, right now. Let's have a breath. <sighs> Let's decompress. Let's let ourselves open back up. Let's let ourselves feel the feelings of the true self, that love, that connectedness. Let's re-root into our pure, beautiful gem of a heart, still within you, no matter what has happened to you. It is still there, that beautiful, pure, childlike essence. Let's just allow ourselves to settle into that, to feel the beauty of it, the niceness of it. Let's have a nice breath, because it doesn't need to be something that we force or fight. It's actually what happens when we stop forcing and fighting. And it's a beautiful flow of a continuity of one moment to the next where (sighs) <sighs> we just choose to continue to open up and keep it simple where we don't need to analyze it. We don't need to overthink it, where we can just be right here, right now. <sighs> letting life in, letting love in, letting ourself in and out, <sighs> right? Hmm. Feeling that openness, that freedom, that expansion. Mm-hmm. And how far away are we right now, you and I, Aaron? How far away are we from Fear.
1: I don't feel the fear
0: right now yes 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 that's my point yes it's easy because then we it's we can think about it right then the mind comes in and starts to tell you the story but yeah but Right. Mm -hmm. Which is that part of the thing that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. where actually, if we look around just factually, just right here, right now, look at this view. We've got an amazing view. We've got a gorgeous home. Mm -hmm. We've got gorgeous company. We've got gorgeous activities that we're doing. We're getting to Mm -hmm. record this podcast. Mm -hmm. That's really what's happening. There's so much for us to tap into so much Mm -hmm. abundance, Mm -hmm. not just materially, not just fancy microphones and iPhones and and a nice fat wallet full of cash, (laughs) But just like literally the abundance of life itself, of energy, of spirit. This is part of the core fundamental mechanic of the universe. This is it. And Mm. when when we're tapped into that, and it's universal, it's permanent. It's always there. Mm. And then what happens is... We could call it the ego, we could call it the not-self, we could call it uh, you know, fear-based beliefs, limiting beliefs. Those present in front of us, or around us, or all above us, and we choose to energize that. Mm. And choosing to energize that fear takes us away from this, from our heart. So the process of awakening of Creating safety in a dangerous world or in a a fear when everyone's afraid around you is this continuous process of uh, Mm. Wait, let me let me recognize my ability to choose What I direct my attention into? Mm. Which is love now When we get into this as a practice now we can start to Break things down step by step and find the love Find the light find the beauty in all things Mm -hmm. Even the thing that you're most afraid of um, We can look at it from this place from this decompressed place Mm -hmm. and Start to change our perspective with it work with it unravel it and connect with your true self beyond it to see how it may not be comfortable, it may not be pleasant, but it is what it is and it is part of the divine unfoldment and it has a right role to play for us here. Um, So for instance, um, you know, what is something that people are afraid about out there? The economy. The economy, that's a great one, right? So let's let's just tune into people's fear around the economy, Mm. right? Recessions coming in, you know, uh, you know, maybe there's imminent collapse coming towards us, collapse of the U.S. Empire, you know, all the similarities between U.S. and Rome as it was collapsing, all this stuff, maybe just the instability of crypto. Dang, we had so much hope for crypto. (laughs) It's like, oh, that didn't pan out so well, at least for the moment or people's investments or they're worried about things costing more money and making less money and say okay i hear ya now as we speak to the fears let's without even needing to find a solution let's take a breath take a step back have another breath because that one's a big one because our very and let's start to look at what is really being threatened here. We in this moment are perceiving money and the economy as being a part of our survival. Right? Yes. That's fair to say, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's have a breath with that. Now, is that true? That's what we ask ourselves. Mm We find something that we're believing, we ask ourselves, okay, is that true? Okay, it's fair enough, right? Yeah, you need to go and buy groceries and all this stuff. But how much money does that really take? And if I take it a step further, you know, this is a fun game to play and something I've done quite a lot myself too, is just like, you know, just wake up one day without being concerned about where food's going to come from for instance. Mm. Don't even go out of your way to make breakfast or to go here or go there. Just live your day, hop into your day, hop into the flow. Mm. Just do what you're going to do and just flow throughout your day. And what you will find inevitably is that the universe brings now it could be, you know, the donuts at work or the coffee at work, it could be you know, you're going over here and a friend's like, oh, I don't want this candy bar. Do you want it? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, someone invites you out to lunch. It's like, oh, I'm buying. Come on out. Whatever it is, you may have your judgments about that. Like, oh, I don't eat sugar, so I'm not going to eat those donuts. But the universe is providing for you. It is. This is something that you can experience for yourself and it's something that you can step into as well. So we have this worry that, our survival is dependent upon, not even upon money, but because it's not even an issue we're talking about, because we're not even talking about money, we're talking about the economy. Because, you know, there's plenty of people, for instance, in a bad economy that make plenty of money. Mm -hmm. You know, you and I are examples of that, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's because we're providing value to the world. There's still, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of money out there. Money didn't go away. There's the money didn't disappear. People aren't burning money. Mm. This is all just numbers and games that are being played at higher levels that do trickle down and do affect us, but have very little to do with our day-to-day experience. Mm. So what we'll notice as we go through this process, and if you are kind of following at this point, let's reel it back in. Mm. Let's, let's reel it back into what's real, what's present right in front of you right now. (sighs) you know, how much money do you have in the bank and how do you feel about it? Yeah. I'm noticing that living from the heart
1: versus remaining in the fear Mm. that is so welcomed in our society. Yeah. It's not so much about looking at the fearful thing and continuing being fearful about it. It's more so about looking at the fearful thing yeah. and actually looking at the bigger picture yeah. and understanding its actual function in your life instead of just being afraid for no reason.
0: Exactly. Well said, well said, well said. Cause what fear does on a fundamental, on a physical level mm. is it stokes up our adrenaline. It stokes up our cortisol and it causes our perception to tunnel vision Where now all of a sudden we get into fight or flight mode, Mm. we get into, you know, survival of the fittest and we're just honed in on this thing. And we think that this is the entire world. Mm. And what you and I are doing with uh, having a nice breath, decompressing, opening up is we're actually reopening up our perspective. Mm. Now there's a fun distinction here between fight or flight and the honing in that happens because a lot of people will, when we talk about letting go, they confuse letting go for uh, absolute passivity. Mm. And I have a very clear exercise to demonstrate this. Great. Um, So if we look at, you can do this with any object. I'm holding my wallet right here. It's a nice little wallet. My dad got me this from Egypt a long time ago, and it's got some some wear and tear on it, it's a good vibe and nice fat wad of cash in there too. I like to keep a nice wad of cash on me. Just for vibe's sake. You yeah. Know, it's vibe just nice. Sake. But you see I, I have the uh the money in my hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what where the best ways to put, it? I'll hold it right here. Sure. I'm holding on to it, right? Yes. I can grip tightly. Mm-hmm. Now, I can play with it, I can move it around. Now when we talk about letting go, a lot of what happens for people when we talk about letting go, and I, did, and I know this from experience, yeah. is if I let go of this wallet, what happens is people will... Now you notice what happens. The wallet fell, but my hand is totally empty. Mm. You see that? I let, mm. I let my entire hand go. I can let my arm go. Mm. But now, you know, there's no life in my arm. Mm. So this is not letting go. This is not surrender. This is passivity. This is giving up. Mm. This is leaving your body, it's dissociating. Mm. So when we talk about surrender, what we want to do, letting go actually takes energy. So when I let go of this wallet, oh, I'm playing with it, now I let it go. I'm using energy to hold my hand open. Mm. And now my hand is more receptive for the next thing, Poop. that will inevitably come to it. Oh, and I can play with this, Mm. and I can let that go. I won't drop this, Mm. you know. Now my hand is open and receptive, it's energized, it's activated to be able to receive the universe's gifts. Mm. So that's the explanation of the difference between letting go and the passivity of giving up or dissociation. Mm. And when when we go into, when we talk about fear, um, it's not about, like if I'm holding my fear, if you imagine when you do this with thoughts and energy, the energy will float there for a moment. It won't necessarily go away right away all the time. Mm. So when I let go, now my hand is receptive. I'm open and now I can really see the fear in the context of everything else that's going on around me. Mm. This puts it into perspective. It helps us calm down mm. and it helps us stay available to what is true in the bigger picture. Mm. Now I call this, this the transition from fight or flight to stay and play mm. which is actually the, the opposite of those two words. <laughs> so what I have, what I invite people to do is when you feel threatened or when you feel stay, uh, unsafe to take a breath and make the decision to stay and play with that. Mm-hmm. Cause this goes right back into the, uh, the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems where we don't want to turn our sympathetic nervous system off. Mm-hmm. We don't wanna just not fight or flight. We wanna take that heightenedness. We wanna take that alertness that the fear is bringing into your life. We wanna take that gift. That fear is wanting you to look at something. It's wanting you to become more aware. Mm. That fear is wanting to become more intelligent, Mm. to pay more attention. So we wanna take that and we wanna do that, but we do it from a place of not taking it too seriously, Mm. of allowing ourselves to open up And stay and play with what we are perceiving to be a threat and seeing and deciding What we need to do about it if anything at all
1: Mm.
0: So that's an example of how we can change our perspectives to start to feel the power of our heart and the fearlessness and the bigness Mm. that is available through our heart Mm. Wow, so
1: these sound like the steps to opening the heart, Mm. even though you never said, okay, and now your heart's open, it feels like through that process of letting go, Mm -hmm. but not destroying your ability to be present, Exactly, letting go of control of the specifics in that situation, Mm -hmm. letting them be as they will, but still showing up exactly. And that, that feels like almost synonymous to an open heart, like being willing to be present and open
0: for it, but not. Tight and controlling and mm. not reclusive. Exactly. And I love these words that you're bringing in. Showing up is one of my favorite words mm. because showing up doesn't imply control. It mm. doesn't imply this tightness. It doesn't the, imply this strategy of having to take all these steps to get to where you think you want. Mm. Showing up is just, whoop, I'm here. I am available. Mm. I'm available to love, to be present. I'm mm. available to enjoy and to receive. Mm. Here I am universe, you'd handle the rest. Mm. That's what we can do. And it, it, it is the open heartedness, basically in a nutshell, is that. Mm. Showing up, releasing and receiving. And this is a fun thing that you can do mm. for yourself when you start to play with heart led life is instead of coming up with a long list of strategies for to get to what you think you want we start to peel it back and get to its essence so in a fear in a fearful world maybe people want to feel safe Mm. okay let's when we have a moment we take a breath and we be like okay what does it mean for me to feel safe what does that feel like right here right now for me to have that safety. When I think about safety, what do I notice going on in my chest Mm. or in my whole body? Uh, In my case, I do feel a gentle drop. I feel a little bit of a spread. I feel more, one, I feel more. I become more aware of what's going on in my chest when I feel safety. These are things that I notice happen in my body when I think about Something I'm wanting to move into. The cool thing is, you know, and we can, you can feel it, your body wow. as you do this. Your the breathing it causes a release, mm-hmm. as your nervous system switch mm-hmm. off from being hypercaffeinated, hyper, uh, hyper, uh, chocolinated right? Yeah. <laughs> the stimulants we're accustomed to stimulants to make it look like we're doing a lot. <laughs> But when we actually just be like, Oh, actually I can accomplish quite a lot through stay and play Mm. Mm. (sighs) by just being fully here right now, showing up to the moment and allowing the moment to pull you into it and carry you from one experience to the next. Mm. This is a heart led life. We don't need a strategy. We don't need to know where we're going. We can't know where we're going this is a fun part too. You don't even need to know who you are. You don't. You don't need to know who you are. In fact, you can't know who you are. Um, this is a fun exercise. Can we, can we play a game, Aaron? Is this all right? Yes, we can. All right. Aaron's game for this. Yeah. All right. Very simple question for you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Who are you? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but give me something to play with here. What's, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Well, I'm Aaron Douglas.
0: Um, Well, that's your name. Yes. Right? Yes. But who are you? (laughs) Who am I? I identify as a being who is here to serve the world and show up powerfully for that. Okay. That's an identificational state. As beautiful as it is. is. So that's not you. That's just an identificational state. Right. But who are you? This is why I don't know, (laughs) because I'm actually not sure. That's your anxiety. That's your unsureness. (laughs) Okay. But who Who are you? (laughs) I'm just playing with you a little bit. I know, I know. I'm trying to think. Who
1: could I be if I'm not who I identify with? Then who am I? I'm
0: a I'm I'm a ball of light. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thought that you just came up with. Okay. Yeah. Again, a beautiful this thought. It feels like a trick question. <laughs> there, And I'm, this is my point. It is a trick. Yeah. Because there is no, like your mind can't answer that. Mm. Your mind can't grasp who you are. Your mm. mind can't know who you are. Mm. Even, you know, the hundreds of hours I've spent with human design and with my own char- chart and, and my own process doing hundreds of readings for others. I still can't know who I am. Mm. You can't know who you are. Mm. You can feel it. You can be it. You can express it. Mm. But it's not something that our head can grasp. Mm. This is like the biggest thing that I want to give to people. You can't get there through your head. Mm. You just can't. (laughs) Mm. The head is useful. It serves a purpose. But you can't get there. So that's when we, huh, okay, I give up, right? I don't know, <laughs> I guess I'll find out, right? I guess I'll, I'll live life and see what happens and have fun with it from there. Mm. That's all we can do. Mm. But the only thing that's scared is just the false perception of yourself, just the, the identity that we create in order to feel safe. Mm. I am a this, I am a that. You know? right. I am a man, I am an entrepreneur, I am a healer, I am a whatever, mm. right? I am the human design guy. <laughs> Those are all things that are factually true, but when we hold on to them, they actually get in the way of you just being able to show up as yourself, no matter what's going on. Mm. And yeah, didn't mean to put you on the spot there. No, I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more. You're excited now. You're like, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so it makes
1: me wonder Mm -hmm. for someone who is interested or curious about living from their heart more Mm -hmm. instead of from a place of fear. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you even do and what does it mean? That's a great (laughs) question.
0: (laughs) Cause that's the first place we go, right? What do I do? Mm. Right. Mm. And it's highly individual. Each person is unique, but let's, we can take a breath. (sighs) I mean, the first thing I would start is to place your hand over your heart have a breath set aside some time some moments it can be a five minutes whatever to just take a nice big breath in through the nose hold gently at the top for a moment and then exhale slowly out the mouth right. another big breath in hold gently at the top And then slow exhale out through the mouth. And allow ourselves to be here now. To be present. To allow things to flow. To allow your breath to flow. And to put all of your attention on the physical sensations that you feel in your chest right now. (sighs) Ah. Whether it feels comfortable, uncomfortable, it doesn't matter whether you don't feel anything at all. Just feel that. Just become present with yourself. And as you become connected with your heart, we decide and we continue to decide to connect further with your heart in this moment because it's still there. It's still beating, still breathing. And now start to feel it even more and feel it further. And as you do that, you can just ask yourself, what do I most want to enjoy playing with today? What do I most want to get into? And Aaron, what's the first thing that shows up for you? when we ask that question. Do you mind if I ask? Sunshine. Sunshine, your body is calling for light. Mm. So you know your heart right this deeper intuitive faculty this deeper intelligence that's connected through the entirety of the universe your heart is your bridge to the infinite let you know yeah some sometimes sometime would be great today mm. yeah no pressure no no oh you must get sun or you're gonna die and that's not how the heart works mm. but it's like hey if you want to expand if you want to feel bright how simple is that mm. this is how we know we're onto something the heart is very simple mm you know that there's usually like one or two things that that your heart is really calling for in a day. Mm. It's not complicated. Mm. It's not a whole long list of to-dos.
1: This episode is brought to you by Scenic Sedona Tours, the perfect Sedona tour. See Sedona in the comfortable open-air vans with overhead canopies for shade in a fully narrated tour experience multiple vortex sites learn about sedona's geology and history and even about the legends that have made sedona famous ranked number one on TripAdvisor, you can also tour the grand canyon all tours depart from the dragon's den sedona's hip crystal metaphysical gift and clothing store you'll find local gems authentic clothing handmade goodies and awe-inspiring crystals at all price points now i love this store and the energy in here is just amazing so Feel free to pick out an unforgettable gift for a loved one, or just treat yourself. Clothes, crystals, oracle cards, good vibes, and more. So if you're looking for the go-to tour of Sedona, and you wanna kick back and relax and see Sedona the easy way, I highly suggest scenic Sedona tours, and of course, stopping into the Dragon's Den to freshen up your vibe.
0: That's just the egoic to-do list, right? And that's fine too, I play with I play with all of it. Mm but I'm, I'm very connected and aware with where the heart is at in its availability to show up to those things. Mm. So it's a simple exercise to just mm. calm, calm yourself, quiet your mind. Mm. Just, just take a break from it for a moment. It'll be fine for a moment for you to just not pay attention to any thoughts and focus on the physical sensations and then ask yourself a real Question. Okay, what do I most want today?
1: It's been an interesting journey to navigate. Okay, well, what is that voice right now? Because I feel yeah. something strongly. Yeah. Is this real? Is this is this my highest self spanking me, <laughs> saying bah, 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 right? Or is that not how it works? Are we mm.
0: safe to follow soft guidance? What do we do? That's a really good question, Aaron. Thank you for bringing that up. Because when when you have, because your higher, you're like, and I hear this a lot in Sedona your higher self, your guides, they don't give you commands. They don't tell you what to do. It's like, my guides told me to do this. They don't do that. They present things in front of you. They say, would you like to do this? You know, here's an opportunity for you. Here's this, here's that. And you get to choose if you want to be in that. When we have this sort of abrupt, this forceful, ah, oh, kind of feeling, mm. You know that that's coming from the ego, it's coming from the not self. It's coming from that fear based part of you that's concerned about survival, approval, or whatever. So that's not to discard it entirely because within every fear, like that is energy, right? It brings energy, right? To be stimulated in that way, to be like, oh, I gotta get my shit together, right? Mm. It's like, well, you don't have to. But that's a, that's a deeper impulse coming through you, through your body. That's getting interpreted through your beliefs about how things work, about yourself. So what we want to do is not discard the energy because the energy is useful. We want to unwrap it. We want to unwrap fears. We want to unravel fears. So if you feel this immense pressure to show up to life in a certain way, great. Pressure is the foundation of joy. Stimulation is the key to joy. We don't want to discard the pressure entirely and just go into, you know, flaccidity. We want to gently release that thing that has been helping us stay present that has been helping us stay engaged with life, Mm. unwrap it and start to see what the gift that it is start to see what it has for us. Um, let me see if I can think of an example like this. Uh, for instance, I felt this immense pressure to show up online in new ways like this, to be on podcasts, to expand my social media presence, to move more in the online direction. I felt like an immense pressure. Mm-hmm. And when it first showed up, my ego interpreted it as of, Oh, I need to have financial security. I need to make more money. I want to be famous and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of pressure. And eventually I shut down cause I was like, I don't, I'm not buying into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the more that I sat with it, the more that I unraveled it, the more that I let it evolve, mm. the more that it became clear that it's, you know, that I love the idea of making more money. I love the idea of having a wider audience and speaking to more people, mm. that that's not what it's about for me right now, that that pressure, as I took it off, as I took all the layers of shoulds and haves, tos and musts and, you know, this is what you have to do and everyone else is thinking The purity, the pure heart essence of that energy was it like, oh, this is the next level of me refining the skill of expressing myself, Mm. of being able to put words to things like like this, Mm. like to be on platforms where I get to express myself in this way. And that's something like, wow, Mm. you know, to uh, refine the skill of speaking and communication, Mm. which are vital for the fulfillment of my spiritual purpose, mm. which is something that was hinted at by human design. And I knew in the chart, but now I've experienced it enough to, to see how fundamental it is. Mm. So that's an example of something in my life that was at first tons of pressure, very stressful, lots of fear around it, making me do all sorts of crazy things that I didn't have to do. Right? <laughs> wow. So you felt fear, but then you
1: learned from it as opposed yeah. to remained in the fear
0: yeah, it's like you're you're using your the fear is in front of you and you're using it to see where you're believing things that are not true, mm. where you're holding on to a thought or a belief that is not true. That's what fear helps us do. And your heart is your guide to help. See those beliefs and choose to find new beliefs or just no beliefs if Mm. you can do that. That's Mm. the best one (laughs) No beliefs and just be present Mm. Uh, That's where the gift of the heart comes in Fear is an important
1: thing to protect the heart Yeah, because without the fear we wouldn't necessarily know to protect it Mm. Right, so I mean the physical heart the emotional heart spiritual it's all together whatever right Mm -hmm. so if we interpret fear and i'll use a practical example please so that we can get to a distinction on how to respond to our higher self nudging us yeah. versus a fear thought that's completely irrelevant the news is pretty fearful mm-hmm. so That naturally leads me to think, oh my gosh, we're in an unsafe society. Anything could happen at any time. What am I going to do? And then it's a spiral with no resolution Mm. because it's a continuous fear experience. And I want to feel safe and live a life that (sighs) is an absolute utopia, but it doesn't look like that's possible. Mm on the news and therefore i've internalized that and uh wow this world is not a utopia i can't feel safe Uh, nothing's going to be okay maybe in 15 years but not now Mm. so how do i use that Mm. and actually get somewhere so that i can live from my
0: heart yeah that's beautiful and i and i think the where we want to go with this is going to be talking about judgment Um, Because this is one of the things, like teaching me to love and not to judge. Mm. It's a prayer, something I I received from a a mentor and a teacher of mine, teach me to love and not to judge. Mm. Because we have the option when the news comes on, when something bad in front of us is happening, to clench up, to protect ourselves, to kind of squeeze everything, to tighten up. And to try and keep it out. But there is another option. But this, you know, shuts us down, it shuts down our heart. But I also don't see it as a bad thing. Now, if we can go into the lives of the starving children in Africa, let's not presume that because they don't have iPhones, that they are worse off than we are that because they don't have a McDonald's on every corner, that they are worse off than we are. Let's start to see these starving children in Africa as a pristine and perfect aspect of creation, where they are divine creators, just like you and me, that chose in this life to incarnate into this amazingly rich and dynamic experience of being a starving child in Africa, mm. to feel the immensity of that hunger, and to be present in that environment and look around you, and still have a heart and still have the ability to connect and enjoy their lives. Mm. They have just as much a capacity and a um, like a a value to their life and to their experience as you and I. They are not better off or worse off than you or I. So now all of a sudden, if we have that perspective Mm. of just being in in awe that this part of myself, part of the grand grand creation that I am a part of too, they have chosen to incarnate into this amazing, what what an incredible thing to experience. Like, can you imagine just being so so stripped of, of bare, bare, bare essentials to just be so deeply present with the density on earth right now. Like, wow, that is incredible. Like, thank you for being in that part of the universe and for showing and growing and being on your own journey and being able to digest and receive the spiritual depths and growths and lessons that are available for you in that journey. Like, wow, thank you for that. I honor you. And I send you love right now. I radiate, I'll open my heart to you and feel that compassion. And at the same time, I don't necessarily feel called to send them money. You know, maybe one day I might. Right now I don't. Because I don't pity them. I don't think that they're having a, a bad experience. I mean, obviously I don't want it to happen. But I'm not taking it upon myself Like, that's just not my job this time around. My job is to communicate with people and help uplift people in this kind of one on one setting and in groups and, Mm -hmm. you know, to do what I'm doing, and and it's still unfolding. (laughs) My job isn't that sort of humanitarian relief effort thing, at least at this point, who knows what, what I'll get into, right? I don't want to put any limits on myself. But the point is, is that I'm not judging this person. I'm like, wow, amazing. I love you, right? And I support you. And if I feel called to, you know, fly over to Africa and help out, I will. But you gotta remember that there's plenty of people right around you, including yourself, that maybe needs more help than those starving kids in Africa. Because when we when we move beyond the physical, the material levels, it's like you know, the mental health issues in the West are, you know, off the charts. Mm. So it's like, are they better off or do they just have a nice, simpler life? Maybe they're enjoying themselves more over there Mm. and they're more connected to their spirit and to their heart and they're having a better time Mm. spiritually. Mm. And there's just our judgment of thinking that, oh, how could they have a good time without a $2 million house? You know, it's like, (laughs) what? It's like... Or a belly full of three meals at once. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm. So when we put aside that judgment, all of a sudden we're just left with your own response to what's going on in that moment. Um, Mm. so yeah, sometimes you may feel called, sometimes you may not, but now all of a sudden instead of when we, when we look at the news, going back to the news, instead of when we watch the news going right into fear mode, Mm. if you're choosing to watch the the news, first of all, why are you choosing to watch the news? (laughs) It's a whole nother episode, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and not that it's a bad thing to watch the news. Are you watching it to be more informed? Mm. Do you want to, do you want to really know what's going on in the world? Mm. Great. So be there, be willing to know what's going on in the world, whether it's pretty, whether it's ugly, Mm. whether it's colorful and open your heart to it. Let yourself feel the uncomfortable sensations that show up when you watch that. Let it move through you. You you may or may not feel like you have to do anything about it, but I invite you to let it move all the way through you before you do anything. (sighs) Have a nice breath, decompress. And seek to have this bigger perspective of just Wow amazing that life chose to express itself it chose to manifest in that way mm. not spiritual bypassing like oh it's a love and light I'm not gonna pay attention to it but really be connected with it through your heart feel it and mm. allow yourself to care allow yourself to feel it um, yeah Wow
1: <clears throat> so I've I'm looking for this answer that oh
0: we'll just do this <laughs> and that's clearly not the case well if i were to give you if you want something like that it's just to breathe be present mm-hmm. that's the ultimate but that
1: takes effort though
0: so i was wanting something that takes no effort and no actually, new learning well it doesn't take any effort it's, okay. the, it's the opposite of effort actually okay it's actually i'm telling you to stop mm-hmm. efforting mm-hmm. i'm telling you to stop doing and then you just <laughs> boop you naturally fall right into your heart Now, at first, it feels uncomfortable because Mm. we've got these habits. We've got Mm. habits of how we think and how we do. And those habits, like they're deeply ingrained into your muscles and to your nervous system. Mm. So you're in the habit of, you know, running when someone, you know, reminds you of your father or whatever. You know, just like, come on, let me get out of here. And, And instead of that, we just, you know, as far as practical tools, the audible sigh... Mm. Which we've been working with extensively today mm. is a great place <sighs> to start. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, and I'm playing with you in a way, right? Perfect.
1: But, but you're really, it's really coming out mm. that the, the mind, it sounds like is when you shake the snow globe, you can't see anything. There's snow everywhere. Yeah. And so that fear, mm. it's like, when you let it settle and see it for what it is, then the heart comes out. When the, when the clouds go away and the sun comes out, it was always there. And as opposed to having to do something yes. to remove fear, you simply yes. settle and then the heart is present, yes. is what it feels like you're
0: leading me into, physically, yeah. and verbally. Well, do you want to be in command of your experience? Honestly, I don't know. Cuz when I try to
1: take command in certain situations, I'm <laughs> not it talking goes, about this situation. I'm talking
0: about your inner world. My inner do world. You wanna, do you want to do you want to be do you want to be sovereign? Do you yes. want to be yourself? Yes. Okay. Are you willing to do what it takes to be that? I hope so. <laughs> Thank you for the honest answer. So if you want to be sovereign, hmm. what that means is that you are the one deciding let me say it like this okay if you want to be sovereign what that means is that you are the one that is deciding what you funnel your attention into so if you're running faster than ever just doing the first thing that pops up into your head without any thought without any contemplation without any rootedness within your heart you are being controlled by your mind now, our mind is meant to be something that is a tool for us, that we sit behind mm-hmm. and we have our mind is kind of like a heads-up display, kind of like our mm-hmm. artificial intelligence buddies that are coming into the world right now. Like they're going to help us yes. in the same way that our mind does. You know, hey, take care of this for me, mind. But just like artificial intelligence, our mind is not perfect. It can't fulfill us. So it's a different pace. It feels slower, which makes people uncomfortable. Mm. But it's actually not slower. You're slowing down the mind, but your frequency, your vibration is actually speeding up because now you're out of the way. Now light, now you're working with life rather than against it or trying to control life. You're actually working with life and you're dancing with it and able to create and respond in a harmonious fashion where everything's coming to you and you get to play with it and respond to it. Boom. (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop. (laughs) Boom. Wow. Cool. I'm glad you like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I do like it. And we've had, we had some good gems today.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's come full circle. Mm. And you know, this is already something in my practice yeah. of life daily, but hearing it from you in this experience, yeah. it's just so clear. It's like, okay, I want to live my life from my heart. I'm gonna take a moment. Yeah. I'm going to see how I feel about any fear that's coming up i'm going to breathe and sigh and i'm going to also physically tune into my heart yeah and then i'm going to have compassion around the fear whether i'm judging something Mm. or judging myself yeah i'm going to hold those spaces and then all of a sudden now i feel like i am actually coming from here instead of walking around with the head cut off
0: yes wow well well said well summarized and from that state, now we can ask ourselves the right question, can listen to the heart's messages. Mm. It's just the one thing I would add to that. Wow. Yeah. So we can get out of the way to listen to the heart's messages. That's right. Where the fear comes in. Yeah. That's wow. the
1: eye. Wow. Well, what else comes to mind, Brad? What else do people need to, or
0: get to, rather, um, download? Today? Okay, Today. Let's see. Yeah. Um, you know, the next thing that just presents... Uh, it has to do with the physical vessel of the body and understand um, physical health, where this is the root and the foundation of physical health as well mm-hmm. that you can uh, you know things like diet, exercise, sleep, they're all important, they all have an impact. But the root and the core cause of physical maladies and symptomologies is the body responding to your decisions. And the decisions that you make determine the quality of your body. And so Mm. to summarize that when you are conflicted, when you have these unconscious fears, these unconscious distortions and disconnections from your heart, uh, or reliance on mental strategies that takes you away from your inner knowing, which is naturally guiding you to a health, a healthy and vibrant life Mm. through your physicality. Your body knows what it needs and it can and it can communicate those symbols to you in the same way when we get out of the way when we put aside the thought that any sort of dietary system or approach out there is perfect you know there's a lot to receive from them of course but you are the ultimate authority you are the ultimate um, decision maker for your experience and for your life Mm. it's true on life (laughs) You know, you don't need an answer. You don't need to know it. You know, let's just chew on it. Let's enjoy it. Mm. Let's enjoy the flavors. Mm. <laughs> mm. Amazing. Love it, man. Wow. Brad, okay. Where can people find you? Uh, you know, you can find me at High Vibe Collective there. You know, right? sign up for your retreats. If you're, if you're not already sold, come and see me. You know, I would love to have you for a variety of sessions, uh, whatever mm. you feel called to get into. Uh, I'm here in Sedona doing my thing there. And mm. also expanding more into online presence. So um, social media, spirit cartographer, or you can search my name, Brad Sayak. You'll find me. I'm right most active right now on Instagram and TikTok. I look forward to more, <laughs> and in the meantime, please drop in with Brad. Heard how your book
1: has impacted people's life, and we've heard yeah. how touched people are in sessions with you. And that's really what it's about. It's, so
0: it's truly been a, such an honor to work with the people that find their way. The people that find they're listening to this right now. The people that find their way to the High Vibe mm-hmm. Collective. It's just like such a pristine group of people. You guys are really doing mm-hmm. some amazing stuff with that. The quality of the the frequency you're putting out to attract those people. It's really spot on. So appreciate that. Love it. Yeah. Thank you.